Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And welcome to this special edition of Signal Hill. 70 years together as we here on Signal Hill prepare to celebrate WDAF-TV's 70th birthday, Kansas City's oldest television station. And you may not recognize these faces here with me on this special edition of 70 years together, but they are key cogs in the wheel, so to speak, of getting us on the air, keeping us on the air, and providing news coverage 24-7 here at what is now Fox 4 Television. We're going to go down the line here. I've, I've added it up. I took a calculator to do so uh, before we started here, uh, adding up the years of service here, and it's 162 years with, of experience here on Signal Hill with just this panel. Throw me into the mix, and it's, uh, well, it's a few more years. About 182 years of service. One of the great things about this television station for me is the longevity of, of many of our key employees, and this group represents that. I'm going to start with Beth Sweat down there. She's the assistant chief engineer. We have three engineers, two photojournalists, so two different departments that we're speaking to today about their memories. Beth, how did you? How long have you been here, and how how did you get in the door at, at WDAF? Got here in 1988, so I've been here 31 years. And my parents actually went to church with the then chief engineer Jack Winter. Aha. And he had a job opening. I was ready to graduate from college. I was out in Virginia getting my master's in communications. And so I gave my resume, and he invited me in. He had two positions open, and he gave me the vacation relief job. And that's how I got my foot in the door. I did that for three years. I worked all different shifts. Did you ever dream you'd be here this long? Never, never. never. I thought I'd leave in six months. None of us did, right? Yeah. Right. I actually wanted it. to work in the news department when I first started here. Uh -huh. But once I got in engineering, I loved it. Loved the technical behind the scenes. Yeah, probably a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Never look back. <laughs> yeah. Akalino Sanhur, you've been here 25 years, right, as I recall. How did you get here? So I, I went to school at uh, Central Missouri State University, as it was called back then, you know. I uh, graduated from that school, and then I got a fellowship to work there at the KMOS KCMW station there. Finished my fellowship and I got an interview with, with uh, Jim Moore, who was the chief engineer at the time, and he offered me the job. And he told me, he said, you're gonna start uh, September 12th of 94, which was the transition wow. day oh, yeah. from NBC to Fox. And it was crazy. <laughs> many of you may, I bet it was. Many of you may remember that this began as an NBC station. That's how I got through yes. the door as well. And that was when I started approximately with a big switch from NBC to Fox. Kelly Blankenship is one of our engineers. How long and how'd you get here? About 34 years. I actually went to DeVry and got an associate's degree and found out about the job from a friend and applied. And they offered me the job and 
I've been here ever since. <laughs> and no doubt didn't think you'd be here. No, I did since. not. Yeah. yeah. The good news is we all haven't been here 70 years. It's just the TV station. <laughs> right. Now. 70 years. A lot of changes, and we'll talk about that with you guys. Let's talk about news now. And I work pretty closely with these two, uh, Scott DeJong and Don Proctor. Scott, both of them, by the way, Missouri Tigers, for those of you who are <laughs> so inclined. Even a Jayhawk can accept that, and we've worked well together over the years. Scott, that. how long, and, and how'd you get here? Uh, 35 years. I grew up in St. Louis, and I went to J School at uh, at Columbia, and I came here because there was a job. Yeah, and I just stayed. And they never made me leave. Never so made you leave. I stayed. <laughs> Key card works. You come That's in. Right. That's right. <laughs> every day. How about you? Yeah, Don Proctor. First of all, with the exception of Beth, this looks like a urologist waiting room. With <laughs> a bunch of old guys sitting around. I came in '82, and when I came, it was a part-time. It was a full-time temporary job. Uh, Marty Blackmore, went to, the chief photographer, went to open public TV in Africa. So I had six months. Don't hear I, that every day. No, you don't. <laughs> no. I had six months, and then I went to Channel 9 for three months, and then came back here full time. You realized four <laughs> greater than nine at that point, right? Or, it all worked out. All Let me just out. say that. It all worked out. <laughs> Always diplomatic, Don yes. Proctor. All right. Yeah, that's me. So 162 <laughs> years plus. Uh, by the way, I'm John Holt, and I got here as Ocalino did when the, when the switch occurred. Mm -hmm. They had to hire a whole lot of people uh, for news because the, the general manager at the time, Ed Piat, had decided, all right, we're not NBC anymore. We don't have the programming the network had. We're going to add news. Right. And I tell people, and I'm half joking, I slipped in the back door, and I've stayed. And they've just put me to work. So I, as many as some of you mentioned, you just you, you come in, you do what it takes. And, and here we are all these years later over the time we've been here. Certainly for those of you here, we're here in the NBC days. The biggest change from an affiliate standpoint was the switch from NBC to Fox. How shocked were you when you got that news back in 1993, I believe, is when the news broke. And then 94 is when the actual switch happened. You remember hearing that? I remember that Fox bought like 20% of our company in order to get us to show Fox programming. And the rumors were kind of flying, but we had been assured that that would never happen. And then suddenly it happened. <laughs> so it was a shock. It was a real shock. Yes. Yeah. And we were doing real managers. good as an NBC station. Our ratings were very good. Our news ratings were good. We had yes. great NBC lead-ins. And when Fox came in with about this much programming, right. it... It really, was a, it really was a slap to our ratings at that point. Beth, you mentioned the engineering impact. That had to be right. huge. Well, and for, especially for managers because they had to hire so many people. Mm -hmm. I think, I know in engineering, I think we hired six. And new, I think totally we hired about 100 people. We had to wear, do you guys remember we had to wear name tags? Because yes. nobody knew who anybody was in the building. Correct. And I mean, all of a sudden the building just got huge. They had to move sales and traffic out into trailers because there wasn't enough room for everybody. Yeah. And so. eventually into the building that was at one time the home KY of two radio stations, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, yep. WDAF 61 Country and KY 102. KY 102. Mm -hmm. uh, eventually moving on. Uh, anybody else want to add to that or what it was like to hear that? I know you weren't here yet, but you came right. in. Kelly, what was it like to hear that this change was coming? Uneventful for me personally, because my job didn't change. Mm -hmm. I just came in and did the same job. What, did, did, you, did you have a plug where you, you went from the NBC plug into the Fox plug in and then oh, it's done, right? Uh, that, not that simple. Not quite that simple. We just moved the dish, the satellite, what it was looking at basically is what it meant to us. Technology has been a big part of our industry and it's constantly evolving. So let's talk about some of those changes. What's it been like from a news standpoint 
the technology that's changed from the time you started here till now? Well, I mean, the cameras are always changing, but the job for me isn't changing. I mean, it's sure. a lot of times they've been Sony's through the years. Uh, you went from two-piece gear to a bigger, I mean, it just gets more efficient. I guess the biggest change for me is how we get the product back here. And when I started, it was almost all microwave. You had to have one of those vans with the thing that went up in the air or a fixed satellite if you were out of town, you had to go find that satellite. Then in 85, we had a, uh, that was our first satellite truck. And it was on the back of a pickup truck and we drove it to the World Series. And you just kind of lined, all the pickup trucks were lined up and they had a big dish on the back. And I've got a story, you want to hear a story? Yeah, absolutely, that's why we're here. So there was all kinds of cables, like on the floor here, you know, cables everywhere. And so people were going in between the pickup trucks to get into the stadium, because that's how they always came in every night. And uh, so we took rope, and we uh, roped off in between the, all the satellite trucks. And still people were climbing through, and every once in a while I'd have to get out and yell at somebody. Well, I look out one night, and there's this guy coming through the rope. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. So I get out and I yell, old man, old man. And he looked up and I said, I said, what are you doing, old man? He said, I'm trying to get to the game. And I said, we put this rope up so you guys wouldn't trip. I, so I crawled in, the, in between the rope. I said, let me help you through. And he said, okay, thank you. And we get him through and he says, just this is the way I go every night. And I'm like, okay, but we're trying to keep so people don't trip. And he's thank you. And he kind of wanders <laughs> off. And about the time this kid runs up and says, what's Stan the man say? Stan Musial. Stan Musial. And I'm calling him old man, old man, old man. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course, it was Cardinals Royals that year. Yes. Stan's And now we carry a thing that looks yeah. like a backpack that can mm -hmm. transmit anywhere, and we go to the World Series, and that's what we that's use. That's what you yeah, use. The digital revolution backpack. was huge uh, in, in getting things on the air much quicker, getting a, many more complicated stories on the air. It used to be a slideshow with audio was mm -hmm. what we put on the air. Because all you could really do with tape was just lay down a shot and then lay down another shot. And now with computers, you can do pretty much whatever you want. We work with John Hyduk, who is very, very good at doing all kinds of things with his editing. You literally edit on a laptop computer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. An edit station used to be, what, about $70,000 for mm -hmm. an edit station, which was two machines and two monitors. Now it's a $3,000 Apple computer. Ak, you can talk about the live shot capabilities that Don mentioned because you've worked in live shot control where you sort of dial in all the different shots that are in our newscasts used to be the microwave and now it's cell technology well yeah it's uh you know the backpacks that we use like he was mentioning um you know doing live shots like that uh and there's also a lot of uh danger in doing live shots because when we went to a location we have to raise this humongous mass and there were like power lines so you know mm -hmm. the people could get hurt we could get hurt so we were always uh, had a priority on safety. Yeah, but you know, the great thing about working here is that, you know, it was a new, fresh start every day. Yes. We go on a live shot to cover President Bush. The next day we go and cover uh, the Yankees coming to Royal Stadium. So I think that's what's so great about working here is like every day was a new experience. You never know yes. what's mm -hmm. correct, <laughs> Kelly. Correct, yeah. Uh, technology for you all, and you even brought some some show and tell here. I want you to, to mm -hmm. Beth to demonstrate for us. We all remember the tape days, 
and, and by tape days, there was even technology improving there. It went from the wide tape to the narrower tape and the digital tape. Talk about that and how that's changed um, The for first you. tape that really, this went right down here on the floor. The first tape we had is a two inch tape. This is a one inch. <laughs> this is a two inch. This yeah. is what all, over there. This is what all the programs were on, huge machines in the tech center. When I first got here, we were only doing commercials. Kelly, you did programming on this. When I first started here, my job every Saturday morning was to come in. The station was actually signed off then. We turned on the transmitter. The first show we ran was Romper Room, and it ran off a two-inch reel. How did you get the two-inch reel? It was mailed, shipped? It was shipped, yeah. yeah. Yes. Now it comes by satellite Internet. server? Internet. Internet. Yes. That Internet. That so that's two-inch. Do you have those beta? The SX? Yes. Oh, could I get the SX? It's the, um, the, the yellow uh, one. The, yellow yeah. <laughs> the, yellow the other yellow, the yellow one. one. We're getting a little help from our lovely assistant so, here. There we go. We used to get a lot of the commercials. You know, we had a Sony machine that would play a commercial off, you know, of off, a, off a tape like this, a beta tape. So we would have, you know, hundreds, thousands of tapes like that. Yes. Nowadays, it's just centralized on a server location. And yes. the machine plays so. a file. Yeah, it's, it's, also, it's all digital now. Right. Yes. Yeah. Storage. storage, much more yeah. storage. Yeah. And all of that that we've shown... All that data that's on all those tapes would probably fit on one of these now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because a lot left over. Standard mm -hmm. definition video, smaller data. We do everything high def now, and this will hold how long, Scott? 52 minutes. 52 minutes of video. It's and that's what day. you are shooting on. Yep. Yes. The card. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. shoot on. And we used to have a car full of those yellow tapes or <clears throat> the bigger tapes, depending on what format we were using. You had to come in and bulk erase mm -hmm. your tapes and rewind and them every day. And <laughs> yeah. now yes. you just have your little postage stamp card. The, the personal computer is probably both the single best thing that's happened to TV and the single worst thing that's happened to TV. <laughs> and the internet. Because yes. when we started, there was no internet. Right. Nothing. And now everything, all of our equipment is hooked to the internet. Everything is all IP. So to... So to help people understand, for example, Judge Judy, which airs every day, Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. here from 4 to 5 o'clock. Mm -hmm. That show might have come shipped. Yes. Yes, it would come on a tape. Or perhaps downloaded by satellite. Yes. How does it come now? It's downloaded from the internet as a video file. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Because we used yes. to have a huge, you know, our shipping department, they just got tapes in every day, if you remember that. Out they yeah. went. Mm -hmm. They had to go yeah. back, right. And a lot of the space that was once used for that is now storage or you have other plans for it because the actual master control area has shrunk. And by the way, it now runs four signals, right? Explain that. It's not just channel four now. Right. We have a dot one, a dot two, a dot three, and a dot four. And we run all those out of the same room. And everything is automated. When we started, we all sat in there and actually switched <laughs> and put programming on the air and commercials. Mm -hmm. Now we everything is just computer. They they just watch and make sure all the shows, and that's how we air master wow. control now. However, computers do not understand breaking news or cut-ins. Severe weather. Yes. Yes, severe weather. If if anything out of the ordinary happens, like say there's weather in the area and you. Uh, meteorologists want to say, hey, this is what's going on. Computer doesn't know that. So it takes human intervention to jump in and say, we're doing this now. 
Yeah, Don, Don and I have no machine that does our job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, right? There is still a human element yes. to what we do. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that's the bottom line. Uh, aside from that, the technology, what's the biggest change you've seen in the time you've been here? Beth, we'll start with I was you. just thinking one thing yesterday when I got here. There were no computers in this building Anyone. except for one. one. I think the chief engineer had one. The newsroom was completely typewriters. All the scripts were typed, everything. Yeah. There was no voicemail. There was no email. There mm. was none of that. So it was just, you know, now we're constantly, we have to look at our email all night long, you know. So we actually talk to each other now. It's, it's really, we do. It's really cool. <laughs> there, were, there were no cell phones. Yeah. Right. yeah, no cell phones. I think one thing that has changed through the years is how people out there consume news. So in the old times, you know, a newspaper would do. And now people want the latest breaking news mm-hmm. immediately. So something happens, I go online on Twitter or whatever, I want to see that file play on Twitter of yeah. what happened. You know, people want things faster now. Mm-hmm. And even, even what we're doing right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, we would have never dreamt that this would be happening. It's, it's changed that fast. And speaking of changing how we've covered news, it certainly has impacted you two uh, and the reporters you work with. What are some of the biggest stories you remember in your time here and how covering then and now has changed? 9-11 was a big one. Right. Uh, 85 World Series was huge. <clears throat> Didn't realize that would be 30 years. Right. Or it would have been huger, if that's a word. <laughs> the floods of 93. Yeah. The plaza flood uh, was big. And that, that was, was before us. That was 77. Yes, so we're, old, we're not agents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just missed Hyatt. Okay. Just missed Hyatt. Hyatt was 81. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of mafia stuff going on in the 80s when mm-hmm. we got here. There was a lot of hot days spent behind the, the courthouse shooting, you know, these guys, not shooting them, shooting them on <laughs> camera, going into the courthouse. That was one of the first yeah. things I remembered was, I, you know, I came from St. Louis where I was clueless about any sort of that. I come here and I'm thinking, wow, this town is wild. <laughs> it's all this mafia stuff, yeah, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. Don, for you, what was the biggest? I gauged a lot of my biggest stories on how much overtime I made. Yeah, there you go. And so, uh, 85 World Series, the World Series, the Final Fours, went with KU, um, bowl games. We also did a lot of, we had a lot of bad people. Bob Berdella, mm. uh, the John Robinson, Deborah Green, Richard Grissom. I mean, a lot of real crime stories. Bad, bad yeah. people, but crime stories. A lot of overtime. Yeah. <laughs> good way to add it up, isn't it? <laughs> yes. But good journalism too. Good journalism too. It was and, it, and uh, what year did Dole run? Ninety two. Sounds right. Yeah. We was, followed him all over the country. Yeah. So we had no, big. No, con- it was after that because I was here. It was ninety six. I think it was ninety six. Yeah. Oh, we followed him all over the country. Yeah. Went to New Hampshire. Yeah. Went to Iowa, everywhere. South Carolina, Texas, and it was a fun year, but it was a hard year. I mean, it was. We did a lot of political stuff then. Yeah. And to your point, Act. Uh, mm-hmm. Those of us who are on the news side now, we're not just waiting for the next newscast up. We are mm-hmm. tweeting, posting on Facebook, doing Facebook lives. Because if you wait till the next newscast, mm-hmm. it's too late. Right. Right. The other stations, the networks, they're all playing that digital mm-hmm. game too. Right. Social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. So in terms of covering those big stories, how has it changed for your department? You know, I used to get calls all the time in the middle of the night because we did not have the cellular backpack technology. 
So they'd always call me, I need that truck. You know, if a tornado hit, mm -hmm. I would work all night getting yeah. people scheduled and out because you, you couldn't even think about covering in the morning. You had to cover. Now I rarely get called because you guys just grab a backpack and go. We so forgot to mention different. one big news event was the Joplin tornado. That was another yeah. event. That, yes. Uh, I and spent that was a few nights the down there myself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Covering a lot. And yeah. that was pre-backpacked. I mean, that hasn't been that long ago. That was yeah, the satellite truck working yes. with mm -hmm. the satellite truck mm -hmm. and, and getting the picture mm -hmm. back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anything you do different puts you on the spot here. It could be your career. It could be what's happening here, the industry in general. Don't just reminisce. Let's look forward. I would take a lot better care of my back. <laughs> we started, when Don and I started, a photographer carried, at times, 100 pounds. Yes. And there's, that does all kinds of interesting things to your spine. Over time. Yeah. So for me, I think I would have done whatever exercises. It's easy to say now, oh yeah, I'll, I'll go back and exercise, because I can't do it now. Yeah. But I would, take, I would take better care of, of myself, just because of the physicality of it, over the long term. Yeah. You'd probably concur, I would guess. Yeah. Don would want more overtime. I like overtime. He measures things in overtime. <laughs> How about you three? It's been a great career so far. Yeah. I wouldn't change anything. I love it. I think in my case, you know, we, uh, this is a very stressful environment. So one thing that I learned from the beginning is try to find a hobby that is relaxing. Not and so like stressful. <laughs> fishing <laughs> and golfing, but sometimes golfing. It's not as relaxing, you know, as you know. That's <laughs> no, definitely not. Yes. I know. If you hit your golf yes. ball in the lake, you can fish it out. You can do <laughs> both at once. I do a fair amount of that. <laughs> there, there are different things I would have paid more attention to sooner, like technology, especially network, internet. Mm -hmm. I, I would have l tried to learn that a little sooner than I actually did. You know, try and, you know, put it off because are we really going to need yeah. this? And yeah, we did. Do you have any advice for anyone out there who's maybe thinking about a career in engineering or journalism, what would you tell them as they consider this as a career? I think it's just really hard right now to yeah. figure out what it's going to be next yeah. year, the yeah. year after, the year after that. But, I mean, if you're interested in it, I would go for it because, I mean, my job's a good job Yes. most days. Yeah, you never know what you're going to run into, and it's always different. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so if you don't mind... Like I said, you never know what you're going to. You never know, but you got to you got to be the know a little bit about everything and learn computers. Learn about and yeah, learn computers because you know, like Beth said, you know, none of us knew how to use computers, or if we right. did, we it was a Commodore sixty four, right, or an Atari or something like that. And now, can, computers are a gigantic portion of our jobs. If we hadn't learned, if we couldn't learn how to use computers, we wouldn't be able to do this job anymore. Right. So I wish sometimes. Uh, the young ones would learn how to like find places without their phone, though. Because the first thing they do is they get their phone you didn't out. Have GPS, no, right? we had books. Yeah. They have maps. Yeah, map book. Yep. The other day, somebody was out there looking and putting in their phone. I said, "Where are you going?" They said, "31st and Broadway." I said, well, "It's right there. <laughs> it's right, there. <laughs> it's right there. You don't have to put in your phone. It's right there." How about you all? Any advice you would give to up and coming whether it's broadcasters or, or engineers or I'd say IT is huge now yeah. yes. learn as much as you can at that and if they can get as experience you know even if it's not paid get as much experience as you can mm -hmm. and yeah. don't be intimidated by the early hours the late hours that yeah. it's not 9 to 5 is it holidays no, weekends it's 24/7 yeah. 
I, I started there too, and it, it just, you wait your turn. That's yep. just the way the industry works. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming. Hang okay. in there. It's coming. <laughs> Learn how to use a computer. We'll be fine. I know how to reboot a computer when something goes wrong. That's the most important That's step. Yes. That's where it all is. Step, step two one. is to call Kelly, Aquilino, or Beth. The engineers can usually come then to They turn rest. it off and turn it on. <laughs> and it works. Yeah. How about that? Right. Uh, hey, I can't thank you all enough. Uh, what, a, what a pleasure to be working with you and to have you here today to share your memories and stories. And uh, thanks for being with us, Beth, Aquilino, Kelly, Scott. Don, can't wait to our next road trip, Don. Here we sure go. I'm ready. We've been on a few. He gets yeah. overtime. They just abuse me. <laughs> yeah. Overtime for guys like me. But we love what we do, and that's the key. That would be my advice. Do it if you love it and have yep. a passion for it. Yes. You're not going to get rich doing this, but you'll have a heck of a good time because good no time. two days are alike. Yeah. 70 years together, not all of us, but Fox 4, WDAF, and you. And we thank you for letting us work for you and for joining us on this very special Signal Hill podcast.